Today, This American Dice brings to you the latest episode of Dragon of Ice Spire Peak, otherwise known as Doisp from the D&D Essentials Kit. Previously on Doisp, Seraphina and friends, along with the strange centaur Xanth, defeated the ghostly guardian of the dragon-slaying sword. But how will they escape the deathly dragon barrow? Ain't hard to tell why them strange mounds due west of Neverwinter Wood were called the Dragon Barrow. If you were tall enough to spy them from high enough, that is. Well, they were meant to look like a dragon. In flight, that is. Complete with pointy standing stones along its spine to be extra fearsome. Of course, promise a treasure has a habit of making the scaredest fools brave. But I know I ain't gotta tell you that. Still... Final resting place of Lady Alagondar, and her posse had all the benefit of the riches of her uncle, the king, to keep folks away. And when his line died out, they had the combined magic protection from a wizard, a bard, and the lady herself to contend with. Though, if you ask me, there's one brass plaque deep in the guts of that tomb that ought to keep out even the blackest-hearted grave robber from picking it clean. It went something like this. Here lies faithful Kenneth Dunbar, squire of brave Lady Alagondar. She found him broken, but made him whole, now pledges his bones to protect her soul. Woe to any unworthy that disturb her peace, and a painful death to any would-be thief. Guess what? My name's David. I'm the DM here. We got Marisa there. Who are you playing? Serving Chili. Heck yeah. Eduardo, and guess what? I'm He's a special guest. Eduardo. I'm Zanth. That's exactly what I thought. Guess what? Last time, some, for some people, it was minutes ago. Others, an entire week, you fought a mysterious lady, Lady Alagondar, the Dragon Slayer. The ghost. She she gave you or she bestowed upon you on your rapier, dragon slaying properties, and said your companions. No one slays a dragon by themselves, and your companions are very important and great. Great old chaps, chaps and chipettes. I think that's how the other. Yeah, pretty sure. I don't know. But you're in the dragon barrow. I think you fell into a pit, or you went north, fell in a pit. But there's still three other, I don't know, wings of this dragon left. Are you uh, going back up, or what? What's the plan now? Everybody? Yeah, I feel like we are going to because uh, Feeny's got her new sword. It's glowing red. It's pretty. I'm gonna give her the opportunity to like look at it, sheathe it, unsheathe it, sheathe it, <laughs> whatever she needs to do to make it like feel real good. So I'll take the lead, and uh, I would like to go on the opposite side to the other side of the the. Because we passed the, what was it, the sarcophagus of the first one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So see if in the second sarcophagus there's anything that we can utilize. Maybe armor, maybe a shield, something that has survived the hundreds of years. Yeah. So in this one, there is a, another, if you remember the other sarcophagus, the one to on the west, west side, um, had kind of a, almost like a sculpture of someone who kind of appeared like pretty similar now that you've seen her to um, Lady Alagondar. Uh, so many syllables, lady. 
but this one is a uh, much less fancy and it does have uh what's a good um salt of the earth adventurer medieval person's name uh, um sir kenneth um, of um dunbar so yeah i think uh not even sir like even more salt of the earth so this just says like kenneth dunbar it's like noble squire of the lady oh okay he he loved her let's let's be honest it was a very daring backstory of him being in love with her and she like saved him from poverty and like was training him and all this like beautiful i don't know the truth that's just the story right yeah that, that's in really that. it's in really tiny print under the his name like carved in <laughs> he he loved her deeply she <laughs> respected that he would carry her things <laughs> 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 but yeah, I guess if you want to go in, like exhume this uh, sarcophagus, I guess, exhume, not really, I guess, open it. It so, is very heavy. Last time we didn't ask permission. He wants to be super respectful and he's going to be like, lady and, and Kenneth, we're going to look because we need, and he makes this weird description of what I just said. We're looking for stuff to help us with the dragon. <laughs> he's going to pop it open, see what happens. And would you say any of these folks are helping you? Oh, yeah. I feel like Inverna is now confident. Mm -hmm. I think she has it rationalized. So she, like, even though she doesn't like me yet, I feel like she's warmed up. Maybe as you, like, start to, uh, like, try and push this over, she's like, all right there, big fella. You want you want an extra hand? Come on. And she kind of puts her shoulder into it to help out. So, I don't know. Um, whoever has the highest strength can do that and then just with advantage if you want it's oh it's an athletics check i think i did strength last time so yes i feel like it's a hard check but last time you did it in one roll so uh, woo! i didn't roll it yet i'm just looking for <laughs> my strength mod i think it's only a 14 to be honest yeah Vernon's pretty good at that i have a plus five to it i don't know what hers is oh yeah then she should roll it and i'll just help oh yes Okay, yeah. So she got that advantage, so she'll take the 21, which is enough to move it. Nice. Cool, cool. This whole time, he's been hearing little whispers, and he is more polite. He's like, yes, we are doing this for good reasons, but saying it out loud. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you might hear a little whisper. He seems a little crazy. Mm. You knew that coming in. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if anything... Uh, oh, we should move yeah. our people. Feeny's pretty excited, you know, that and thankful that she's got this sword. So she's sort of like probably humming along, like do 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 do. We're doing it, yeah. Pretty good. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. So you do end up pushing this enough to like kind of peek inside. And it looks like just um, like decayed, not quite mummified, but just the uh, the very decayed remains of a of a person. Okay. You can, uh, you can assume a human, but... Yeah, no problem. He's going to respectfully... No, no. If there isn't anything special or something like obviously there, like the sword was on the other side, he's going to respectfully close it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's, what's the plan next? I will say that pit, that exposed pit to your, I guess, south. Mm -hmm. um, those, yeah, and those little lights are now flashing above it again. Mm. Little jerks. Those little skull-looking look lights. Oh, geez. 
Xanth is pissed at them. So if they're there in his way, he's going to say out loud, um, this is your only opportunity to move. If not, I will destroy you. Oh, nice. I don't know if I oh. have intimidation, but that's fascinating. Yeah. Why don't you try and make an intimidation check? I love that. Yeah. Let's see. Let's... What an adventure we're about to have. <laughs> <laughs> it's a plus one. How exciting. Yay. All right. 14. Hmm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think they they change as we we're saying they can change colors. These dancing lights. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, some might call them willow wisps. They uh, turn the color of a raspberry, and not quite make the sound, but you get the impression of someone sticking their tongue out of you at you sounds- and kind of just disappear. Okay, good, <laughs> good choice, my friends. <laughs> the pit. Do I need to make like an athletics check to jump over it? No, I think as long as you know it's there, I'm okay with you guys. Like, it's only, uh, I think it's even less than five feet. It might be like three oh, or four okay. feet. Is so. my rod still there? Oh, yeah, probably, yeah. So, so even easier needed, then. You know. So, yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I don't really need you to make a check. Like, the, the danger part of this pit is not knowing it's there and then falling out from under you. Okay. I was just going to say, thank you for bringing Shanjan because it's so dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I guess he's, I suppose he's going to stop concentrating on the spell. Or it's probably been at least 10 minutes. Yeah, he'll have to recast it, maybe. Yeah. If we could make the right to the other side that we haven't seen yet. So, like, very similar. And um, he's going to follow Shanjan. And we're going to investigate this area. Safely. With no pits, please. <laughs> yeah, so if you... If you do you turn down that hallway, I guess, to the not, uh, west? Not without checking first. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, very nice. Yeah, it, weirdly, it's. Um, I think they have it set up so if you make a perception check, if you want to do that. Yeah, I could do that. I think we both kind of had the same thought last time. It's like, this seems more like an investigation, but they have it set up as a perception DC. Yeah, I, I was like, why are we doing, but that's okay. I'll follow whatever they say. It's a plus five. Let's see. Oh, gosh. That's a seven for me. Um, Can Shanjan roll? He's got the torch. You can assume he was giving you um, advantage, you know? Oh, that's much better. I don't know what his plus is, but he starts with a 13. So let me check real quick. Oh, I I feel like uh, you can have Xanth uh, just get an advantage if you want. So you can add his again. Oh, just so add mine again. So then it would be 18 now. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, as you kind of poke and prod down this hallway. Gently and with affection for the lady. <laughs> yeah, oh, and wait. actually... I don't know if I should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to make this uh, faster. You, uh... Okay, yeah, the square is where the uh, pit is. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Shanjan uh, is going to put his hand up and say... <laughs> <clears throat> Wait, hold on, horse person. Not like that, but <laughs> hold on, horse person. Um, and he's gonna like reveal the pit to me, and I'm gonna get confident and say I can jump over pits, and I will jump over the pit. I'm scared that there is a double pit. <laughs> Sorry, see, this is mm-hmm. what Eduardo, just a singular pit. I'm just kidding, DM. 
<laughs> and I think, uh, <laughs> I mean, that'd be great. Oh, and you can see these, uh, looks like there's some more sarcophagi behind in this room behind you. And in fact, as maybe as you get closer to this, uh, this pit, more oh, of these like oh, strange colored lights start glowing. Oh, um, it's not magical or anything, but it feels like, oh, I, I just want to go into these lights forever. Um, not, not magically enchanted. No, yeah, stop okay. it. You do have the option of going to the lights forever. But if you don't want to, totally up to you, then you're able to jump this pit without too much problem. Xanth is not overconfident about the lights, but he is about pits. So <laughs> he's going to turn to Inverna, because I'm assuming she's with us somewhere. And he's going to ask her opinion on whether or not we should continue down that way. Yeah, you know, I'm not trying to manipulate it. I'm just like, what does Inverna feel like? Does she want to go home? What's happening? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Inverna especially will say, uh, well, uh, ain't that quest we got from the town, Fandolin, on that quest board, they just said we were supposed to get this sword, right? I guess we got that sword. Uh, I guess we can look at some lots of more dust. That sounds fun. She rolls her eyes. Although Shanjan hearing this is like, where's your sense of adventure? Didn't I tell you I rolled four sixes this oh morning when I woke up? Timora probably has more in store for us. There might be more exciting, lucky, fortuitous things in here. Don't you want to see? And she just rolls her eyes even harder. So Xanth is like torn, but he loves the idea of making sure that there's nothing else that can hurt him or his forest in here. Mm -hmm. But he says, <laughs> this is my chance to have adventurers near me to make sure that we can clear this area for safety. But at the same time, he's like, I don't want to abuse their kindness. Mm -hmm. So he's, he, when he asks, he, he asks this next question It has to do with, you know, what they need and he's going to follow cause they respectfully, you know, followed him earlier. So, well, we can look around more or we can head back to the town to assist with those people. I don't know what they need help with, but I'll leave the decision up to you. Hmm. With your glowing sword going like this. Yeah. <laughs> this is fun. That red line is really pretty now. <laughs> and then Feeny says, well, yeah, I mean, Inverna's right. We did say that we were going to go back to the town and, you know, possibly do another adventure and um, collect some more prizes. I mean, treasures. Prizes and treasures. <laughs> <laughs> but Shanjen's also right. Hmm, we did get three sixes this morning. Did you say three sixes? Four. Four makes more sense. <laughs> so many sixes. We did get four sixes this morning, which is actually pretty good, too. What if we were supposed to go back to the town because there's going to be good luck there? That's what the four sixes were. And hey, Xanth, you can always come back with us and do an adventure. That that right there convinces him. Plus, it's still kind of dark in here. <laughs> yeah. So that, that tips him over. So he's like, all right, lead the way, ladies. And I think Inverna's just says, uh, like, oh, finally. And just kind of turns her back and starts walking. But Shanjan puts his uh his torch in this hallway into this room where the uh at least two sarcophagi he can see are he's like, But wait, 
Her companions are there. Didn't she say something about that? Didn't she? Feeny, weren't you talking about a bard that lived here? I mean, died here or something? Don't you want to see the bards? Oh, okay. I guess. Sure. Wow. I did kind of want to see what was in that sarcophagus. <laughs> I So, so <laughs> because Xanth knows there's so much down here, he's going to look to Inverna and gently... The, you know what? He probably doesn't even touch her. He just puts his hand like near her shoulder. And he says, one more hallway can't hurt. <laughs> what, is, what does Inverna say to this? I'm, I'm scared. I think Inverna just uh, puts her head down and just rubs her forehead. She's like, uh, Serafina, what do you think? You're the boss here. We're already down here. And it wouldn't hurt to look into one or two more coffins. <laughs> She just shrugs and just to Xanth, maybe uh, under her breath to Xanth, just like this is a famous last words if I ever heard them. <laughs> oh, she's not wrong. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's the plan. Um, and let's head down the hallway. There um, we go. Oh wow, four of them? I didn't realize there were so many. He's brave, but not that brave. So he stops at the first sarcophagus he sees. <laughs> We're not crazy. So yeah, similar to the the other sarcophagi you saw, these all have um these these are unlike the the squires, I guess. They do have the uh not like overly expensive or fancy like artistic, but like the uh the general impression of like certain people. Mm-hmm. And I will describe them in turn. This one, it's like a woman, looks like a human or elf uh size, just based on their height, who um Maybe has a some sort of religious kind of effects around her, and there's a one of those plaques, like a brass thing. And if you clear the dust off, you can read that it says "Sister Dove, Cleric of Lyra." Hmm. I think that's a pretty uh, common goddess in mm-hmm. both of you. I feel like you don't need to make a check or anything. This is the goddess of joy. Hmm. Um, down here is a is a much smaller person, but maybe the effects of like a warrior or fighter or something like axes and swords and things like, like symbols around. Um, and this one is sip sip who, uh, seems to be a halfling or gnome size person. Got it. This one over here looks a, maybe a little more fancy and it looks like uh, someone in robes, hard to tell, perhaps a wizard, a warlock, perhaps or bad wizards. Some would say, yeah. so, uh, I love warlocks. <laughs> But this one is a uh, Lannan kitten's touch, the wizard cut purse. Okay. And finally, up here, the name on the plaque is, as you might expect, Raven Lickenbark of Dogwood, famous bard, dragon slayer. And what does yes. this person look like? Like just their sculpture, I guess, over their sarcophagus. Are they human? Are they tiny? Are they a dog? <laughs> Raven Lickenbark is like one of those like you can't really tell is it a halfling is it a human it's almost too tall to be a halfling a little too short to be a human three quarter ling (laughs) thank you math thank you (laughs) fractionling has uh has jet black flowing long hair very androgynous features could be a man could be a woman but also attractive and a really long nose with, you know, very like, um, imagine um, Adrian Brody, but more Ooh. feminine and tiny. 
Yes. Perfect. But yeah, um, so that's the uh, the name written on this brass plaque as you undust them all. But that, um, that's everything that's in here. Perfect. <laughs> so Xanth goes over to this bard-specific, <laughs> very bard-loving sarcophagus and looks over at Teeny, uh, Feeny and, and says, my lady, I believe we may have found someone ancestral that you may be interested in. She's so excited that uh, she's like, oh my God, is this the famous Raven Lickenbark? <laughs> oh, I've heard about his tales for years. Oh, this is such a joyous moment. I might have to think about this later. We'll keep that in mind. All right then. Uh, I think we should look inside here. He may have left a memoir or song lyrics oh. or even a melodic tune, a musical score. Ah. It could be anything. Um, oh my gosh. I don't know how strong you are, but we're going to try to do it ourselves. Why not? Yes. And Athletics. she is down for that. Yeah. Okay. And since there's nothing... Um, Dangerous know, spikes. Uh, exactly. Da like danger imminent or anything. I think um, you two can... If we assume you're working together, I think yes. it's okay. You don't have to roll. Like you can. Oh, okay. It might take a while, but you push this uh, thing off. Cool, cool. And uh, I do love that you said, "Oh, maybe there's a an ancient, you know, musical score in there." So maybe there was, but there's only the ashes of remnants of paper left. Oh. Mm. Wah, wah, wah. And in fact, the dusty, moldy remains of this this person too. But very prominently, maybe as you uh, look in give your respects something like catches your eye, like a glint. And, uh, oh, I, yeah. May, let me make that clear. Every time we open something new, he's like, yes, lady. Oh, oh we're so respectful. We're only looking for dragon killing. <laughs> he repeats himself. <laughs> so I actually found this art before you mentioned something last session. So it is a, a loot right now, but I feel like you, you mentioned a flute before, which, uh, <laughs> That uh, Raven used the flute, I believe. But uh, I'll let you uh, have final say on what instrument this this is. But it's uh, one of these things. Oh. Ooh, of illusions! How fun! I'm sure it has some weird properties. Yeah, and of course we're being a little fast and loose with time here. But you do have the in, uh, identify spell that you can cast as a ritual. So if you want to say. Um, you either get this now or spend 10 minutes casting the spell to figure out what it does. In that 10 minutes, can I open the more cleric looking um, sarcophagus? That way it, it sounds realistic and we can move forward with opening that one as well. Yeah, I love that. When you open, uh, was it Lady Dove? I forget. Uh, has so, Joy, yeah. Dove, Joy, all that. Oh, Sister Dove. Duh, idiot. <laughs> Sister Dove. Duh. Oh, jeez. Dove. Uh, yeah, you notice um, strangely not a lot of remains, and actually, when you look closer in, it's a mummified bird that's in here, which is very strange. But like, not a dove, but like a big, maybe turkey-sized bird. But um, oh. it is a bird. Yeah, just very, very odd. But kind of nestled within where it's a, uh, you know, as if clutch its wings, clutching at its, you know, robin breast, perhaps is a uh, just a little holy symbol for um, the goddess of joy. I love that. He's not much into jewelry, but he does understand that religion matters to people. 
So he's going to look at Shanjan and say, I hope this doesn't disrespect your god, but maybe this may assist you with something. And he like hands it over to Shanjan. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I love that. Because we don't know. I mean, maybe we can make a religion check to see if they were bitter enemies, but they seem like nice people. They're gods, you know, whether or not yeah. they knew each other or whatever. But yeah. Um, and Joy and Lucky, you think, are pretty good just based on that name of that movie that happened. The Joy Luck Club. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, Babysitter's Club. You're right. Yes. That's the mm. movie. we were thinking. Also of. very lucky. <laughs> yeah, I was looking up. Uh, just now, I think her holy symbol it looks like three kind of uh, stars, like together, which is kind of cool. Stars can be wished upon. They are good mm. luck if you see them. All kinds of stuff. I'm I'm feeling like these match. Mm. Love mm-hmm. it. Yeah, Chinjan is uh, you know, loves that. He's like, oh yeah, oh how lucky. Some surely one of my woman, my mother's uh, friends. There must be some some kind of debt owed that. I'll make sure this this finds the right hands. Kind of, um, you know, tucks it away in his robes. Perfect. Um, so Xanth looks longingly at the other sarcophagi, but he says he like goes over to Inverna, um, who's been. I think Inverna honestly was standing there that whole time. <laughs> she was like, "I'm ready. Can we leave?" I'm not crossing over the stupid pit. I'm staying over here. Right. So, oh, let me let me walk over. So. <laughs> So I feel like Xanth like is like, oh, you're right. We should get leaving. So he's gonna stand on the other side of the pit. Mm-hmm. He's gonna um, whisper, talk like out loud while these two are admiring these other items that we have found. And he's gonna not tease her because he. I don't think that's the right mentality of what he's doing. But maybe like illuminate her on something. And he's gonna say, Inverna, there are two other sarcophagi down here, but I think. Maybe when we return on another adventure, you and I can see what's inside. How does that sound? <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think she just, uh, oh, she's probably leaning against the wall, you know, with her her foot up. Yeah, just whenever y'all are ready. Okay, but, but will you be ready to go on an adventure with me in the future? <laughs> she kind of narrow, narrows her eyes, kind of confused, like, uh, yeah, I do all kinds of adventures when they pay. Oh, so maybe the answer is a maybe. Hmm. Well, yeah, I guess it's going to depend on what the reward is, right? Like not is getting it, what you're is, getting. Yeah, of course. And I love it because <laughs> we're both not understanding each other. Yep. Um, so he's going to nod and like his darker horn, the more like mischievous side of him is going to flick on the left. Mm-hmm. And, and he's going to say, yes, even in the dark, she's still very pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's just going to jump and like, let's go. Let's get out of here. And then I think for the audience too, she, uh, Inverna kind of adjusts her hat and just like, yeah, that ghost was way too pretty. Oh, yes! <laughs> that makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Go for it. Go for it, audience. Get get your backstories in, kids. <laughs> so are you going to leave these other two sarcophagi? Yeah, we're going to leave them. Fair. We got what we came for. True. A, a little something here, a little something there. Mm-hmm. Plus, you never know what happens in the future. Maybe they will come back. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know their lives. We don't know. 
an important question for Feeney. Yeah. You have often referred to your ukulele as magical, but it's not mechanically magical. <laughs> Is, um, do you want to upgrade to this either flute or lute of illusions, or is that going to be your backup? So my ukulele hasn't been magical this whole time. <laughs> I wasn't ready. Listen, the magic was in Serafina the whole time. <laughs> yes. I do call it magical constantly. <laughs> Listen, I would never, I would never correct that. <laughs> God. Why did you never? This is a conversation for later. <laughs> Why you never corrected me? I'm sorry. Why it's not magical? It's a. It, it, oh god. <laughs> All right. So if I upgrade my uke to this magical liar, what did you just call it, husband? <laughs> <laughs> You're a magical liar, Tammy. Now you know. <laughs> um. I guess what's the is there any downsides? Um no downsides. Let's see. It um you uh it makes simple visual effects include luminous magical notes, a spectral dancer, butterflies, and gently falling snow, for example. Hmm. Magical effects have neither substance nor sound, and they're obviously illusionary. The effects end when you stop playing. So it's kind of like that spell you use to kind of um help your performance before, but just Instead right. of using a spell, it's just kind of innate to the instrument. And you can just uh, keep it and maybe give it away, too. Like, you don't have to... Why would I ever wanna... give away my magical... <laughs> quarter elf... I mean, what is it? Quarter halfling? <laughs> yeah. Three-quarter ling? Three-quarter ling. There it is. So you're suggesting either I keep my you and I keep that as a possible trade? Oh, I'm just saying, which one do you want to be your primary uh, instrument, I guess? And remember, you are, I think you're, didn't we, didn't we make fun of you before? Because you're carrying like 300 pounds of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I definitely think I want to take the magical loot. I think I want to keep that and, you know, can I sell it when I get back to Phandalin? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So That um, one woman, um, I think also named Lenan. There's a lot of people with similar names. Was someone who would buy um, like magical items and gems and stuff. No, I want to keep the magical one. I think I'm going to sell my regular one. Oh, okay. That sure. you will say is magical. That's not changing. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's magical because it's been on so many adventures this entire wow. time. We're going to have to redo the whole logo now. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I need a liar now. You've got one in a husband. Quick. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Quick, I need to learn a liar. Cool. Uh, so um, where to next? You have two other wings to explore in this barrow, or you can call it a night and head on back up, get um, your quest back. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm pretty good with this. I mean, we got what we came for, and we got extra. That's true. Cool. So head it back up then. Yes, please. Sure. Yeah. Let's let's get back to our trail. So I guess we're going back over here. Hold on, I got this. We're going back to Fandolin, we're going with our friends. We got ourselves a new loot, it sounds like this. <laughs> Pretty similar. <laughs> okay guys, let's go. <laughs> mm -hmm.
it's a hard decision because Xanth only really was going to take them to the Dragon Barrow. So I feel like we untie the horses. We climb back onto them. And we start, like, not galloping, like, a decent trot back home to, like, where they met him. Mm -hmm. During this time, I feel like Shay J um, <laughs> is the first to approach Teeny Feeny about it. Xanth is, like, out of the way, so they're having a conversation. Mm -hmm. Just, uh, I mean, you've been traveling with him for a while, so he kind of right. makes He's the look like... he for a long time. And when he thinks that, you know, at least Xanth is out of earshot, because Inverna... God damn her. She's uh she never had an earshot, these elves. Um he kind of leans over just very conspiratorially. It's like, hey Serafina. Xanth is the coolest person I've ever met. He needs to join up immediately. He is so awesome. Did you see the horns? He's so cool. And Serafina looks up at him and says, JJ. I know you think that he is the coolest person that you've ever met, but remember that time that you met my great, 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 grand, auntie, pappy, mother, mother, friend, cousin, and they made you a triple decker, breaded, magic, singing, what? blueberry pie. <laughs> oh, but I guess fine. I guess Zant takes second place. You're right. I guess what it comes down to is do you think that maybe Xanth could help out with one of the other quests that we need? In the long run, we're doing this for the people. I mean, that's what we told the most beautiful ghostly lady we'd ever seen. We did say that. And I'm of course that's that's the main thing, but I mean, did you see Xanth like really let those arrows go on that skeleton thing that I'm pretty sure was helping? Probably. <laughs> You know, I, I'm just going to go ahead and say it did help because it didn't seem to hurt. And Rational. <laughs> and, um, you know, the bottom line is we got the sword. We need to find, we need to go on another quest just to figure out what else we need to do. Um, the next step into defeating the dragon. You know, Doispy. And... <laughs> The badger? No, 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 no. The other doispy. Oh. The badger's father. I think he said he was a junior, right? Uh, doispy junior. Um, no, no, no. The dragon, you know, the of Ice Fire Peaky Dragon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I'm not really sure what their name is, actually. I'll think about it later. But he knows the woods. He knows the trails. He clearly has a lot of strength and he's really polite. I mean, he's got that weird eye thing, but mm, I mean, I, kinda, I mean, I kind of like it. His, his eyes are kind of the coolest thing about him. Huh. And, and to remind you about 30 seconds ago, he said the horns were the coolest thing about him. <laughs> oh, fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. Well, we did get those three quests, right? And the one is in the forests. And the one is, I think, in the mountains. If Santh knows the forest pretty well, I guess that might make sense. If he wants to help us out with the forest one, at least. Well, I think you just said it all there, Shay J. He seems to have a ton of 
experience and things that we could use. And it's not about using friends. It's about all of us coming together to know what we're all good at. And save. Yeah. Then we cut over to um, Inverna and Xanth. Mm-hmm. And Inverna's just, she also leans over without kind of taking her eyes off the trail. Uh, thanks a lot for helping us out back there. That was pretty, uh, pretty impressive work. I got to say, I did sing a song about it. I just remembered. Uh, hopefully that conveyed my opinion pretty well. But you know what? I'm going to hate to see you go, but we got a really tight crew here. So I think it's best if you, uh, you mosey on along. I know, you know, it's strange not to see you with another, uh, other centaurs here. I ain't never seen centaur by themselves. Kind of strange. She kind of narrows her eyes and she's like, and looks at you for the first time, maybe in this talk. Mm-hmm. She's like, hope there ain't any alarming reasons for that. When, when she first kind of mentions that he should go along his way ish, he kind of like puts his crosses his arms. It's not negative. He's just like nodding his head. And he's like, I mean, I did help. I did what I was supposed to do, but I do. And, and you can tell on his face, he's not hurt by what she's saying, but he's like, Oh, they don't want to hang out anymore. Like when this is, I guess he hasn't rationalized when this is all done. We're not friends. He's going to turn to her and then look over his shoulder. Cause he can do that. Um, <laughs> and he's going to look at the other two and it's like conspiratorial whispering. And I, um, I think just as, like the the Rashomon version of this, like you see that as them them being very conspiratorial, mm-hmm. but the reality of it is like Shanjan and Seraphine are like high fiving, like yeah, he's the best. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what like the visual. He's like, I don't understand small people. Like, <laughs> um, he's like, you know what? I, she deserves to know. She's a fierce warrior. I'm gonna tell her. After looking back over his shoulder, is gonna look at her and say, a young centaur is viewed as a precious, precious gift. Centaurs don't have many children, but when they do, they are protected and guarded, which is probably why you haven't seen many, if any, at all. In this forest, my family lives, but not all the time. Sometimes we travel to other forests, other glades, other meadows, And sometimes, if a centaur is considered weak, it will be left behind. I was left behind, but I survived, and I'm still surviving. And I want to prove to my family that even though they left me behind, I was not weak. Normally, you would see like um, a glow or a flicker, but you can kind of feel that energy push away. I think this might be at least for the benefit of the audience, but especially when you say left behind, and I think you say it twice. So like mm-hmm. each one, like we, as the audience kind of see, like it almost looks like she gets hit with like an arrow, you know, like she like starts each time you say left behind specifically, mm-hmm. you know, um, tightens her brow and kind of looks down. Oh no, I got to go. I got to make this extra, right? The, uh, the cheek away from you, just like, she wipes away a tear. I think she does look in your eyes for a second and it's not, it's not soft or nice. Still. Does she hate me? I think she's about to fight me for a second. Probably you think, and she's like, well, Xanth, no one should be left behind. If people left you behind, that is unconscionable. 
if you need a place to stay, I guess you can come along with us. She kind of trots a little up. She's like, I'll be the leader now. He does a, a weird, like, extra little hop that when he knows Inverna's not looking. <laughs> mm-hmm. When he knows she's not looking, he's going to do, like, a little, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the rest of the way, I feel like we gallop, what is it, like, half a day or whatever it is, and we get to the entrance of where they found him. And Inverna kind of, maybe she's the one who speaks up and just like, uh, well, I guess this is where we uh, part ways then. <laughs> and then uh, Serafina just, you know, busts in and says, oh, no, 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 no. Absolutely not. You know, it's a tea leaf way. If if someone is by themselves, you always ask them if they want to go on an adventure with you. <laughs> no one adventures alone. <laughs> What's better than a threesome? A foursome! If you'll have me, I'll join you. And then Serafina gets so excited and she's immediately just like, of course we'll have you anytime. <laughs> Why would we ever not have you? Uh, we already talked about it. I mean, well, I guess Inverna and I didn't really talk about it. Sorry, Inverna. <laughs> but Inverna's just shrugging. She's like, whatever, boss. <laughs> um well I knew she would agree. Wink wink. <laughs> and she says the words wink wink. Um, <laughs> she doesn't actually actually wink. Nice. Uh, and she's like, <clears throat> but Shanjan and I talked about it, and there's no one else on the Sword Coast we would rather adventure with than you. We're we're on our way back to Fandolin anyway. You're by yourself right now, at least. Why not come on an adventure with us? I mean, only if you really want to, of course. You know, no, no pressure. You're halfway through whatever you're saying. <laughs> Not even, I don't even think we get the full way. And you see him like back trotting <laughs> in that weird like story way that you've mentioned. <laughs> he'll look around him. I don't know if you can hear this because you're talking, but he'll, this is more maybe for the camera. He'll say, so who wants to come with me? And he looks up in the air around him and you, you, you'll feel like a little tug and you'll see him do this time to go. And he like, it, for him, it's like the brave moment of like, I have to leave the house someday. <laughs> like I can't stay home forever. Oh, I love that. Yes. Let's go back to Fandolin, everybody. Okay. As long as Xantha's coming with us, it's not that far out of our way, right? We'll go. I'll unload some stuff. We'll sell th- some things. We'll grab some potions. We'll <laughs> buy some things. We'll play some songs. We'll eat some butter skulls. Maybe we'll have some ale. <laughs> um, these are so many things that he has no idea what the F you're talking about. He's just like, oh, I just thought we would get like rope and a shield and <laughs> maybe even a torch. Like, <laughs> He's just like thinking about arrows. I did shoot four today. Like, <laughs> but he's so curious. He's that's probably his leading factor in anything he does. Is like, I would like to know. Mm. Um, so this is like a very exciting moment for him just to be able to. And I think also he would never have done it by himself because he's a centaur. But with other people that look different and everybody, you know, being different, mm-hmm. I think he he thinks he'll be okay. Well, you can buy some things out in Fandolin. You can buy 
some butter skulls and fandolin you can drink some ale in fandolin you can drink some ale in fandolin you can buy some things in fandolin you can buy some things in fandolin you can see our friend in fandolin you can make some friends in Buy some things in Vandalin. You can take a nap. You can make a friend. You can buy a horse. You can buy some ale. You can walk around. You can take a nap. Do you, you can take two naps or maybe three naps. One, two, three naps. You can buy some out in Fandolin. You can buy some things out in Fandolin. You can go on some quests out in Fandolin. You can go on some quests out in Fandolin. Buy some things in Fandolin. Go on quests in Fandolin. Earn some gold in Fandolin. Make some friends in Thanks for joining us for this episode of This American Dice Presents D&D, Dragon of Ice Spire Peak. Your cast was Marisa as Seraphina Tealy, Eduardo as Xanth the Centaur, and David as the Dungeon Master. You heard Austin as the narrator. Music for this episode was An Ocean Wide by Sebastian Forsland and Happy Victory by Heatley Bros. If you could please rate, review, and subscribe to our show at your favorite podcatcher, it would really help this American Dice. Austin will read every five-star review as Raven Lickenbach himself. Join us next week for another episode of This American Dice. And remember, wash your hands and wear a mask. There we go. Oh, wow. Four of them? I didn't realize there were so many. Yeah. Well, Shane Jan standing right there falls in the pit. No, Jesse. Just kidding. Yeah. As long as he doesn't stay there. Oops. I'm moving the pit. Not what do you mean? No. Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, woo. Adrian Brody, but more Ooh. feminine and tiny. I was really hoping you would say, imagine Gonzo. <laughs> Chickens like, yeah, everywhere. There. Jesus. Uh, woo. I keep forgetting that centaurs also have like human arms. Um, so <laughs> my I tentacles go like, everywhere. Yeah, I'm like, I, in my mind, he's like galloping. <laughs> just like, <laughs> like, just bounce he's definitely going like this. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole run. <laughs> uh, woo!